You guys, if you work in the nonprofit world whatsoever, you need to know about this resource. This could benefit so many nonprofits, but most don't even know it exists. I'm talking about the Google Ad Grant. This grant gives registered nonprofits a $10,000 a month advertising credit to use for Google Ads. I've brought in an expert today to share the ins and outs of this resource. I'm talking with Grant Hensel, the CEO of Nonprofit Megaphone. This agency is focused 100% on Google Grant management for nonprofits. Nonprofit Megaphone is honored to manage the Google Grant for over 370 leading nonprofits worldwide and to be an inaugural member of the Google Ad Grant Certified Professionals community. Grant Hensel explains what the Google Ad Grant is designed for. He shares some great tips and he tells us how you can position your nonprofit to make the most out of this free advertising. We talk about several resources in the show that I will add to the show notes. Listen in. Welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast. This is the place to learn how to make a big impact in your community through grant writing and nonprofit consulting. The world needs you to step forward as a grant writer and use your skills to lead with confidence. I'm Teresa Huff, former special ed teacher turned grant writer and nonprofit strategist. In my 20 years of freelancing, I've helped nonprofits triple their funding and exponentially increase their reach. Now I'm stepping up to mentor freelancers and nonprofit leaders like you who are ready to take your skills to the next level. It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Today, we have a special guest with us. Today, we have Grant Hensel of Nonprofit Megaphone, and this is an amazing resource specifically for nonprofits that he's developed and has quite a team now to serve nonprofits in a really specific space. I'm excited to tell you about that and for him to explain what this is and see if it's a good fit for your nonprofit. So Grant, welcome, and tell us one random fact about yourself. I think the funniest fact that most people pick up on immediately is that my name is Grant and we do Google Grant management as our whole <laughs> life. And people say, I had someone ask me today, did you change your name just to do that? And the answer <laughs> is no, I did not. It, it's a coincidence, but we have fun with it. That is funny. I've thought that several times when I see your posts on LinkedIn and I think how perfect of a name that is. It's destined to be. <laughs> exactly. So tell us a little bit about your journey and what you do at Nonprofit Megaphone. Definitely. So Nonprofit Megaphone is a marketing agency that just works with nonprofits, just helping them with the Google ad grant and we do nothing else. So we're so specialized. It's unbelievable. And we um, have been doing it for about five years now. We have like 370 something nonprofits that we manage the Google Ad Grant for, and that's it. So it's our whole lives. We eat, breathe, sleep, nothing but the Google Ad Grant. Um, and it's a lot of fun. That's amazing. You know it inside and out. And they say to specialize. So that's a perfect example of you have really honed in on one specific area. Absolutely. So how did you get into this? Tell us about your journey and your background. What brought this up? I've wanted to be an entrepreneur since I was 12, which is very odd. And this is like the 16th business venture that I have attempted. And, and some of them went okay. And most of them were flaming craters and wrecks. But the impetus for this one came uh, a number of years ago, I learned about the ad grant. And 
I'm surprised to this day how many people have not heard of it. It's been around for well over a decade at this point. And essentially it gives nonprofits $10,000 a month to spend on ads in Google search so that if someone, let's say you're a uh, humane society, someone searches for how do I adopt a dog? Then your ad would show up. People can click on the ad, come to your website, learn about the services that you offer. Um, And it's $10,000 every month forever into perpetuity. It just goes on and on and on. Um, And every nonprofit is eligible unless they're a hospital or a school. And everyone who applies gets the grant as long as they're eligible. So it's not like most grants where there's a limited number of spots. Anyone who qualifies will get approved. And essentially, when I saw that, I thought, this is the coolest thing in the world. And any nonprofit spending even $1 or one hour of time on marketing, this should be the first dollar. This should be the first hour that they spend to try and maximize this opportunity because there's so much leverage. It really is incredible just from what I've seen and the visibility that they can gain from it. It's a really good opportunity. Absolutely. What made you specifically decide to specialize in the nonprofit space as opposed to, say, small businesses or some kind of corporate or other opportunities? Yeah, I love entrepreneurship and I also love sort of being able to see impact really tangibly. When I was in high school, I helped start a thrift store that was owned by a nonprofit and it was this beautiful fusion of nonprofit and entrepreneurship. And that was up until that point, that was the thing I was most proud of in life was being part of that starting because it was very cool. It created jobs that um, provided clothing in a community that didn't have any clothing stores remarkably. And it was just something that I wanted to replicate. And so then after learning about the Google ad grant, it felt like, oh my gosh, here's another opportunity to do that exact same thing, but maybe at a, at a potentially larger scale. That's awesome. What a cool way, and even at a young age in high school, that you could get involved with the community and also gain some business skills from that. Absolutely. I would never start a retail store again. I don't know. I was much more gutsy than I am now. <laughs> Weren't we all at 17? <laughs> yes, we were. It's so difficult, but right. it's a good experience. Yeah, that's amazing. So tell us more about the Google Ad Grants and say a nonprofit's interested in this opportunity. What is it? Who is it for? And how would they go about setting this up? Yeah, so there's lots of info on it at google.com slash grants is their official website. And as mentioned, so $10,000 a month, the, the money is like a gift card, so you can only spend it on ads. You can't just spend it on whatever you want, but it's specifically for ad spend and it helps bring people to your website and engage with whatever your nonprofit is is doing in the world. And as mentioned, everyone that's a 501c3, but not a hospital or a school is eligible. There's kind of a two-part process. The first thing to think about is, is this going to be really beneficial for us? Because it is beneficial for, I'd say, most nonprofits, but not always every single nonprofit. And one of the big differentiators that we see is the quality and quantity of content on your website. So if you think about Google ads, it's very different from Facebook ads. If I was an animal shelter and I was advertising to people on Facebook or some kind of other display advertising platform, I would be targeting based on demographics. So I'd say, I want people that have pets, are this age range, you know, in this geographic area, and my ad would just go out to them. And it would interrupt them in whatever they're doing, you know, they're 
they're commenting on their grandmother's Facebook post or whatever, and then the ad would interrupt them in that. Google is totally different. It captures people in the moment of their interest in the topic. So someone is searching, where can I adopt a dog? Boom, your ad is right there. So it's not an interruption. It's extremely relevant, and it lets you capture them at that moment of need which is phenomenal. When they're looking for something to buy or a service or a specific thing along those lines, that is. Exactly. They could be doing research, you know, why is it better to adopt rather than to buy a dog? You know, this is early in the process. They're thinking about it. That could be a great time to show them a blog post that maybe you have about, you know, the impact of adopting versus buying an animal. And the thing to think about with that is, okay, what are, there are all these things that people might be searching for, adopting a dog, should I adopt or should I buy? There are all these questions that your audience is asking and putting into Google. Do you have content on your website that relates to those questions? Because if you don't, if someone searches like, should I adopt or should I buy a pet? and you just try and send people to your homepage and you don't answer that specific question, Google can tell that it's not relevant and they won't show your answer. And then for that reason, the ad grant will not work very well for you because you don't have the information on your site that people are searching for. So that's the thing that you want to think about. And we have lots of resources. We have a, um, a free rubric and the URL I'm trying to remember is I think nonprofitmegaphone.com slash website dash rubric that you can use to sort of get a really quick analysis of whether or not your website's ready. But that's the biggest thing is website. I'll include that in the show notes. That would be a great resource for our listeners. So like you couldn't have, say, a donate button on your site and just send people who maybe want to know, should I adopt or buy a dog and go straight to your donate? That's not going to be very effective. But if you have a blog post on specific advice about that, then that could lead them to visit or to learn more about your cause and go from there. So it's more of a journey as opposed to just a quick win. That is the best summary of that concept I've ever heard. That's exactly right. <laughs> I could not have said it better myself. <laughs> I bet you could have. So yeah, that makes sense. And really, I guess nonprofits then need to think about the bigger picture before they just jump in. It sounds like a quick, you say, hey, $10,000 a month, sign me up, I want that. But they really need to consider to be most effective, which your time is one of your resources too. So to put the time into this, you really need to put more time than just setting up the grant. You need to put the time into the strategy and that thought behind it. Absolutely. So what would be an ideal situation for setting this up? You mentioned lots of content. What else? Yeah, if an organization already has lots of content, you're most likely going to be very successful with the grant as long as you have enough time to devote to running it effectively. The next step then would be to apply for it. And there's a little apply button in the top right corner of google.com slash nonprofits. It'll walk you through the process. It's a little bit cumbersome at times, but not the end of the world. And um, you will apply, you will then get approved, and then you will have a Google Ads account that is approved and that you can begin creating your ad campaigns in to start reaching those people and using those keywords. The only other setup component that I'll briefly mention because it's so important is conversion tracking. Um, which you can use free tools like Google Analytics or Google Tag Manager. And that lets you see, 
okay, someone clicked on, let's say they clicked on an ad that was about the adopt, you know, adopt, don't shop type of vibe. They clicked on that, they came to your page, they then viewed three other pages, and then they signed up for your email list. Conversion tracking lets you track, you know, who's signing up for your email list, who's downloading things, who's submitting forms, who's taking other actions that are meaningful. And that'll give you a sense too of what is the actual impact of all these people we're bringing to our site. Okay. And then you can see also what kind of content they're most interested in. So you can create more of that or address those questions in more depth. Exactly. So that would be probably a good thing to consider with it. Certainly. It becomes a positive feedback loop. You get better at running the ads. You see what people are searching for. You make more content for it. You get better running the ads and it Mm -hmm. continues. Right. So in a case like that, where it would be a good fit, do you recommend changing the ads out often? Or do you recommend kind of letting it sit for a while with the same ad? It depends. Within Google ads, there's this concept of campaigns. And so maybe one of your campaigns is adopt. And then within a campaign, you have different ad groups, which are just groups of ads, as the name suggests, that have keywords. So maybe you'd have adopt cats, adopt dogs. Uh, Should you adopt or should you shop? Google requires you to have at least two ads in the ad group. For our clients, we do three just because we're overachievers. And Google will run those ads against each other to see which one does better. And eventually a winner will emerge and that'll kind of be your number one. At that point, it can be beneficial to say, let's pause one of the losing ads. Let's create a new one. And now let's have the three-way race run again and see if we can beat the, the incumbent champion. The other approach, which is also helpful, and you should probably do both, is there will always be new keywords that you sort of discover or you realize, oh, lots of people are also searching for um, where to buy a dog. And what if we reach those people and told them how like that's such a bad idea and how they should really be adopting? That would be a new ad group with new ads that you can also create as well. And a new target, right? So it's kind of like when you're starting a business and you want to know which product will sell the best and you're testing the different products and changing out to kind of see what the market wants. Yep. That's a beautiful analogy where the keywords are sort of the market and the page that you have on your site is sort of your product. And you're trying to figure out what does the market want and how can we make our product better? Mm -hmm. And always tweaking and improving that. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So say on the flip side of that, if a nonprofit doesn't have much content, maybe they don't even have a website yet, or they just really aren't in the online space very much. You mentioned that wouldn't be ideal. So who else or who is the grant not for and what could they do maybe to work that direction long-term? It's not for you yet. If you do not have a website, certainly you won't even be able to get it without a website. Um, Or if your website is maybe very minimal, we've seen a trend recently where some consultants somewhere are telling people to like really minimize the amount of content on their website make it like five pages, which for the ad grant is the worst, unfortunately, possible advice you could receive. Um, And so if you're in that state, adding content is going to be hugely helpful. Some of our clients have that where they come, maybe they're a newer nonprofit. We had one recently that was really new. They basically had one page, a homepage that was in progress, great mission. And they said, we need a, a bunch more pages. We don't have time. And so we, we went in and we wrote a bunch of pages of content that was helpful for them. They could do it themselves as well. Our, our target sort of minimum threshold that we'd say is you want to have at least 10 pages of content that are on topics that people might be searching for. So like, should I adopt or should I shop? That would qualify as, a you know, people search for something like that. Um, how our latest fundraiser went 
the blog posts. No one, unfortunately, is searching for that. And so that wouldn't count towards your 10. 10 pages on your site does not necessarily mean 10 relevant pages. Right. Doesn't count. We'd call it 10 promotable pages is the word we'd use. So promotable means it's on a topic people are searching for. It's just on one topic. So you don't have like, you know, what we see a lot is people have three different programs. They're all on the same page. In a perfect world, they'd be on different pages because someone's just searching for one of them at a time. Um, and there's a call to action. So there's you land on the page, adopt, don't shop. What's the next step? Adopt in that case. Obviously, like modern, super sleek, nice looking websites always will do slightly better. Um, that said, we have found that content is even more important. So even if you have a relatively old website, that's not the most beautiful thing anyone's ever seen. But if you do have great content, you're still really well positioned. Okay. And then does this link to any kind of social media as well? Or is it only for their website? It's only for their website. So they, you can only send ads to a domain that the nonprofit owns. So if you have multiple websites that your nonprofit owns, you can send ads to all of those, but you couldn't send it to like your Facebook page because you don't own facebook.com right. to my knowledge. Um, <laughs> and uh, that wouldn't work for that reason. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how about for international nonprofits that maybe have multiple websites or multiple languages? Can you do that under one Google account or do you need to set up separate countries? You absolutely can. So within one Google account, you can have as many campaigns as you want and individual campaigns could target different geographies and or different languages. So you could have a campaign for each language, each country that you work in. If you have different websites for each of those countries, that's totally fine as well. Okay. Interesting. And do you all work with international nonprofits? We do. The majority of our clients are in the United States currently, but we do have clients all over the world. Um, the grant is available to nonprofits in 50 plus countries. Um, it, it might be more than that. It might be 80 plus. It's on the website. <laughs> Probably growing every day. That's right. Yeah. Um, so enormous opportunity, not just for folks in the U.S. Right. So what do you think makes you all different at Nonprofit Megaphone as opposed to other companies that do the AdWords grant? So there are about 40,000 nonprofits that have the Google grant globally, which on the one hand sounds like a really big number, but on the other hand is small relative to the total number of nonprofits. Most nonprofits that have the Google grant that are fairly established as organizations probably have someone helping them manage it just because it's a little bit time consuming and annoying, frankly, to deal with. Um, most of those agencies that are helping them are generalists where they're doing a lot of different things and the Google ad grant is one of them. For that reason, the quality is typically fairly low. That's the reason we started Nonprofit Megaphone is because it's a whole world, just the Google ad grant, and we wanted to be the best in the world at this one thing. And when we realized we couldn't be the best in the world at even two things, it could only be one. Um, and so that's what we'd say. We, we manage more Google grants, to my knowledge, than anyone else on the planet, which is hilarious to wow. me. That's amazing. And yeah, we're, we're like Google Ad Grants Certified Professionals, which is the certification program. We were recommended by the head of the Google Ad Grants program. Her name's Michelle. She's extremely nice. We have it right on our homepage because we're so excited. So that's the main difference. That's worth bragging about. Yeah. Well, maybe the key there is if you're starting a business, have the same name as the business you're offering. My name was Dennis. I would be a dentist right now. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's amazing. And I think this is such a good resource. So overall, what would you say is the biggest benefit that you've seen 
for nonprofits. Like obviously $10,000 a month is a big chunk in advertising, but for a nonprofit specifically, what kind of returns have you seen? What benefit is this to them? There are a couple ways to measure it. One way would be of all the dollars or hours that a nonprofit spends on marketing, which has the highest return. I would argue that for essentially all of our clients, the Google ad grant is that it's relatively inexpensive. Even to hire someone like us, it's just not that much money. The grant itself is free and you get so much impact. In terms of new people who've never heard of you coming to your website and engaging, this is the future. So it's not a great tool for sort of engaging your current supporters. It is a fantastic tool for getting the next generation, the next wave of people that'll support you. And the nice thing is, since you have conversion tracking, you can measure every single thing that's happening as a result of the ad grant. So clients are using the grant to sell tickets for events, not as, not as much recently, but we have many clients that are sort of uh, museums or zoos or things like that, symphonies that use it to sell tickets numbers of organizations and animals, space that use it to drive adoptions, anything that you can imagine. I'm trying to think of other examples. We have so many, we have so many other examples. Building email lists, building donor bases eventually. It takes a long time, but eventually that certainly comes. And sort of any other website goal that you could possibly imagine, the Google grant, as long as you have the content, can most likely help you drive that objective. So if a nonprofit doesn't have their conversion tracking set up yet, is that something you all can help with too on that side of things? Absolutely. We do it. It's so valuable. We do it included in all services that we do just as part of the deal. So if they have their site, but they're not quite techie and that kind of puts fear in someone, you can... (laughs) Take that over. We'll completely do it. You'll never have to think about it. Even large nonprofits, we've been surprised. We have many large clients where we're setting up conversion tracking for the first time. So definitely not something to be embarrassed about. Right. It's confusing. Yeah. And I think sometimes maybe volunteers start piecing together websites and someone else comes in and takes over. And so there may not have been an overall strategy like that or someone to say, hey, we need to have this set up on the back end. So that's good to have you step in and take care of that. Absolutely. Something you mentioned brought this to mind. Would this work for small town nonprofits as well in smaller communities, or is this better for larger cities and those urban areas? The biggest thing that matters is how many people you're trying to reach. So if you're in a smaller geography and you only want to reach people in that geography, you will naturally be more limited. Most nonprofits, actually, fun fact, do not spend the full $10,000 a month, even if they're even if they're fairly large often, just because they can reach every single person in their audience, whoever Googles anything even vaguely similar to what they do. They reach 100% of those people and it costs them $3,000 a month. And that's great. Like that's, that is success. That's plenty. Yeah, absolutely. The 10,000 just sounds impressive. Exactly. It's basically marketing. What they're really saying is virtually unlimited unless you are huge. So like Rotary International is a client. Yes, they spend the full $10,000. Okay, thank you, Rotary International. For the vast majority of nonprofits, you're not going to spend it. So it's just infinite. That's the only thing to think about is, is how many people. It's possible to have a really very small local audience, but something that a lot of people care about and still have a lot of search traffic. Or it's possible to be national, be something that no one's ever heard of. And it'll still be a struggle. Sure. Yeah. And really, it's probably about the quality over quantity of the relationships you're developing with it. Absolutely. Well, this has been so fascinating and such a helpful thing. I hope a lot of nonprofits will tap into this and at least explore it and see if this would be a good fit for them because it's such a good opportunity. One thing I like to ask each guest is what's a favorite resource or quote or book or something that's especially meaningful to you right now? 
One of the books that I am most thankful for is a book called Traction by Gina Wickman. And it's it's designed for businesses, but it's fairly applicable to nonprofits as well. And it is essentially sort of a mental operating system for running an organization and making progress on whatever the goal is. We've used it to run nonprofit megaphones since the beginning. It's so helpful. I learned about it from asking lots of other sort of very successful business people for their book recommendations. This was the one they all recommended and it's just been a game changer. I wish more nonprofits were aware of it. So that's my book. Good to know. That's one I'm not familiar with. So I'll have to look that up myself. All right. Very good. So where can we find you online? And are there any resources you want to share with our listeners? I will definitely link to the rubric that you mentioned. The only other resource would be we have a guide. It's like a PDF. You can just download it. You don't have to give us your email address or anything, but it's nonprofitmegaphone.com slash guide. Just takes you straight to the PDF. And it's like a 20-page overview in depth of the Google Ad Grant and hopefully everything you would ever need to know. So that is a free resource. Um, but other than that, just nonprofitmegaphone.com is our website with lots of blog posts with other Google Grant related things. There's a video of me illustrating the Google Ad Grant with $10,000 in ones that we withdrew from the bank. I love that video. Yeah, very funny. Interesting experience walking through downtown Chicago without my backpack. But I bet. yeah, and I'm just going to go right to the car and depart. Um, yeah, that was a really good illustration. I highly recommend that you guys check that out. Okay, well, thank you so much for your time and for sharing this great resource and your knowledge about it. And if you are looking for anything like this, then Grant is your guy to go to for this Google ad grant. He is definitely the expert on that. And it's not very often you meet a company that specializes so specifically, which tells me you have so much expertise and even your team has to be trained in that specific thing. They would have to know it inside and out. Well, thank you very much for being on here today and I hope to talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Are you ready to learn more? If you are a nonprofit and you're really not sure where to start, book a strategy call and get that mapped out so that you can keep moving forward and start making a bigger impact today. If you love this show and you learn something new about being the type of grant writer the world needs so you can create a ripple in your community, please go leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts today. Thanks for listening. Now go change your world.